Welcome to episode 97 of the Practice of Nonprofit Leadership. I'm Tim Barnes. And I'm Nathan Ruby. Well, Nathan, how are you doing today? Well, you know what, Tim? I am doing okay. It is getting to be the end of the week, and that means the weekend is right around the corner. And, you know, Tim, I I love my job. I love my work. I love what I do. But I I also get excited about the weekend. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. Well, weekends are good. Good to take a breath and uh, refresh and relax. And uh, if you can do it, that's awesome. That's great. Well, I I uh, am kind of excited about the uh, about the topic we're going to talk about today. And I don't know if if those of you that listen regularly, whether you've kind of been paying attention here, but particularly over this North American summer, we've kind of jumped around a bit and have tried to put more into our podcast around leadership development. To have the the practicalities of of running a nonprofit like finance and fundraising and project development, all these kind of things are really important, but it really depends on who you as a leader are. And we've tried to really focus on that aspect of leadership development, and we're going to move in that direction again today. So Nathan, maybe you can give us a little bit of an idea. What are we going to cover today? Yeah. So today we are going to cover why it's important to identify your life purpose. And doing this is is really key for executive directors and especially executive directors of smaller nonprofits, because it is so easy for your own purpose in life to get overshadowed by the vision and mission of the organization. Now, you might be saying, well, wait a minute, Nathan. That's not bad. I mean, I'm I'm running this organization and and I love my work and and I'm passionate about what I do. And so, why wouldn't that be my life's purpose? Sometimes, yeah, it it is, I think, but I might say that with a little bit of hesitation. You know, to be successful as an executive director, we often find ourselves totally immersed in this job. So much so that sometimes we lose who we are and even what brings joy to our lives outside of what we do for a profession. Yeah. And and the purpose of today's show is not to define for you what your purpose is, but it's to give you a little nudge to, to help you start thinking about it. And we won't go through the entire process of defining your life's purpose. That's a, that's another episode and probably, probably more than one episode, Tim. But what we are trying to do today is to just get you to start thinking about what your purpose might be and moving in that direction. Now, last episode, we did a thing called TLDL, and that was Too Long Didn't Listen. That's the uh, texting uh, acronym. And we got some really positive feedback from that. So we're going to do that again this week. And uh, so the TLDL for this week's episode is just because you lead a nonprofit does not automatically mean that your life's purpose is identified with the vision and mission of that organization. You really need to do the work and identify your own purpose. So Tim, why don't you start us off and uh, with a definition of, of what we mean when we say life purpose? The basic definition of life purpose refers to a person's unique reason for being, kind of their ultimate goal or calling in life. It's not necessarily a fixed destination, but really more rather a journey of self-discovery and personal growth. Identifying one's life purpose can bring a sense of direction and fulfillment 
And we believe it's important for individuals to take the time to reflect on their experiences and their values and their passions to, to uncover that purpose. Yeah. And Tim, I, I know in, in my own experience, and you probably have maybe have experienced this as well. And when you're at a, uh, at a dinner party or you're out meeting people you've never met before and pretty much you could guarantee there's going to be at some point the question of what do you, what do you do? Uh, what do you do for a living? And over the years, you know, I have been in the nonprofit world for, uh, I used to know what this was right off the top of my head, Tim, you know, 25 plus years. And I, so I've been saying for 25 plus years that I, you know, this nonprofit or that nonprofit, and, and this is what I do. And I always get a very positive response of, oh, that must be so wonderful. And, oh, that must be such a, such a calling. And, oh, that must be so wonderful to be able to do that. And it is, it, it is, Tim, it, it, it's been a, uh, my work career has been a blessing and has made an impact in the world. And, and yes, there's no question it has, but every time, every time it happens, Tim, as I'm as I'm going on in the conversation, my head always goes to, well, yeah, but uh, I'm trying to make payroll next week, and you know, there's a hole in the roof, and I've got a you know a load of supplies stuck along the road somewhere, and all of those things that that are work related. That while it is part of mission, and it is part of can very well be part of calling. It's also a job, and it's work, and. Sometimes I, I have a hard time connecting those dots, Tim. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand that as well. And I'll probably share a little bit more of my, of my experience as we go further into the podcast. But sometimes sometimes being executive director of, of a nonprofit really fits exactly your purpose. And, and But sometimes it is more of just a job I'm showing up to and I'm bringing my skills and my gifts towards something. But, you know, let's talk about the fact that you know, how does leading a nonprofit fit with your life purpose? You bet. All right. So we've got four things we're going to talk about today, Tim. Uh, first one is your life purpose is unique to you. So it, it's not something that could be found by copying copying what others are trying to do or by following a specific formula. And it, it's interesting on, uh, I did one of the social media, uh, I'm on LinkedIn uh, I also am uh, a lurker on Twitter. Uh, I don't, I, I hardly ever engage in conversation. There's enough, you know, there, there's enough conversation on Twitter without me, Tim. And there's always those people out there, whatever the topic that are, you know, oh, you have to do it this way. You have to do it that way. This is the, you know, three steps to world peace and love for everyone. And it is, but that's not the way life purpose works. You can't follow somebody else's four steps to get there. Yes, there are, are some, some things that will help. And yes, there's maybe some uh, idea starters, but life purpose is unique to you and you can't find that from somebody else. I think you're exactly right. We we look for those uh, cookie cutter. Hey, just do these one, two, three things, and everything's great, you know. And although we a lot of times in our podcast go, well, here's one, here's two or three. <laughs> <laughs> we do that all the time, Tim. <laughs> we do, but we're, we're not <laughs> we're not saying you know this is a cookie cutter thing. It's like we're putting some things out there. And to be honest with you, and maybe you guys will turn off right now, but. <laughs> Great. Good, good job, Tim. Yeah. Sorry. But, 
there is work. There is work to find out. It takes some time to think about it. It it does take some time to talk to other people and see what people see in you. But there, there is a uniqueness you bring to this, to this life. And it's, I think it's on to us that we kind of work on discovering that. And so not just taking what everybody says, but really doing the work to find some of that out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So number two is uh, for life purposes, what are you really good at? And, you know, things that sometimes things that we're really good at are not necessarily life purpose or maybe you don't get an opportunity to do that. So uh, back before I got into the into the nonprofit world, I worked for my family's uh, trucking company. Is my dad and myself, my mom and my sisters, and my mom and dad and I were the primary drivers of the company. Uh, and we were a uh, ran forty eight states in, in Canada. We had sixteen trucks. And this was uh, pre uh, pre technology. Well, I would say pre technology, but pre internet technology. We'll just call it that. And so I ran the dispatch office, and up on the wall in the dispatch office, I had sixteen clipboards, one clipboard for each truck. I had a map of the forty eight states on the other wall, and I had a fax machine. And that was it. That was technology for us. Tim was was fax machine. And I'm going to say for some people listening, you're speaking a foreign language, but that's okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, no kidding. And but I could, I could sit. I was really good at it, Tim. I, I I could stand in front of my desk. I usually I stood up, and I could look at those trucks and the driver that was in them. And this driver needed to be home this weekend. That driver needed to be home by Thursday. And I could, I could vision where I needed these things to be. I knew what our loads were. And, and I could make it come together week after week after week. And one day I stood there and I was I was looking I was looking at the map. I was looking at the clipboards, and I thought to myself, "This is like the coolest thing ever. How lucky am I to, to get to do this?" And I was I was good at it, but if ultimately, and this is a story that's way too long to tell, we had to sell the company and get out because it was not. Uh, it was not necessarily healthy lifestyle for a family. So, because even though I was in the dispatch office, if we had a driver call in sick, uh, I was first one in the truck. And so my bag was always packed and, you know, Tuesday at eight o'clock driver would call and say, I can't go. I'm in the truck and I'm gone. Uh, And that just, it just, it just didn't work. And there was a long time. I don't think back then I really thought of it as life purpose, uh, but as I think back on it now, that was, that is what I thought my life purpose was going to be. Uh, but it turned out that it wasn't, it, it, it just didn't go that way. So, um, I think, I think life purpose does typically revolve around things that you're really good at. I think that's that and enjoy to do. That's kind of a, a, a signal. Uh, but sometimes life throws you a curveball. Well, you know, I was I was thinking about my own story as well. So now I'm involved on in the leadership team of an organization that focuses on refugees. And it's incredible work and uh, fulfilling and challenging all at the same time. But I wouldn't say as I came to this organization that, that I thought in my mind, wow, uh, refugees are my purpose in life. 
but what I, what I, why I was drawn to the organization was I was, I was following a friend who had the vision, who had the passion, who refugees are his life. But I saw where I was good that I could come along and help this organization fulfill its purpose and its mission. I could bring my skills. I could help think through the strategy of where we're going and, and, and bring some of my experience there. So it wasn't that, you know, I wasn't joining this organization because I was, because the purpose of my life was the purpose of the organization, but it was because I could come alongside and use my skills and abilities. There were much more of my purpose than for an actual thing. Does that, does that make sense? Nathan? Yeah, absolutely. And I think what's interesting and, and especially in your situation, Tim, is I, I'm sure there's one or two people uh, in the world that could have come along and done as good a job as you did uh, with your organization, but I don't know who they are. I, I mean, you, you, you were the right person at the right time and you know, your organization has been blessed many times over Uh for your skills and your talents that you brought that complemented, uh, you know, the, the executive director. And, and it was, it was, you know, the, the story, maybe not the story, but the impact that you've brought has, has impacted hundreds of thousands of people. Uh, It's a great story. But now the question is, Tim, is now that you, you know, yes, it's my work and yes, I'm good at it. And yes, I've made an impact in the world then you kind of fall in that same category of, well, okay, my purpose is probably outside of my work at the moment. So what is that? Um, I'm not well, going to put I, you on the spot, but. Yeah, I'm not sure I can answer that at the moment, but <laughs> <laughs> or whether I want to answer that question. Uh, but I, But let me just say also, I mean, I am passionate about people who have been displaced around the world now because I've, I've, been there. I know people. It's real. It's not statistics on a paper. I I know them by their names and by their situations. So I can become passionate about it. But is that my life's purpose? I I wouldn't necessarily say that. Yeah. And and it is interesting where um, when you, and and I feel kind of the same way about, about my role in Haiti and but when you get to know the people, like you just said, and you know their names and you it's not statistics, it's not a, a political soundbite on the six o'clock news, you know, that changes that changes the ball game. It changes things and it makes it real and personal. And that's where I think our best work, uh yours and my Tim and the people listening, our best work comes when it's personal and that's pretty easy to be personal in what we do. And moves beyond just a job. Yeah. I think that's the key thing. I mean, anybody can lead. <laughs> do I say this? Anybody can lead a nonprofit, kind of. <laughs> but <laughs> as long as they listen to this podcast, yes, that, anybody. That's can. right. But to be effective <laughs> and to have impact, it needs to be more than a job. You need to be, be bringing who you are to that situation, in my opinion. If you're in an organization right now, trying to lead an organization that you're not 100% behind, all in, you know, this organization is the most important thing. And, you know, right now in my life, in this, and to the people it serves in this community, in this town, in this state, if it's not the most important one, then you're in the wrong place. 
and you've got to find one, you've got to go find one that is that important to you that you think that way about. You'll never be a, a totally effective if you're half in or three quarters in. So we talked about the fact that uh, that our life purpose is unique, is unique to us as individuals. And we also need to be looking at what are we really good at? What really, you know, when we step into something that things happen, you know, but there are some other things too, that would be good as we talk about life purpose. Yeah. Another one is identifying uh, core values and your life purpose it is going to match up with your core values. And so what are the principles that guide your life? Um, what are the things that are non-negotiable? And once you've once you've identified those values, then you can think about how you can align your passions and strengths with those values. So an example of that is, is Tim and I both share a similar value in that we have for the majority of our careers, our our passion and our interest has always lied in in the international uh, nonprofit space. Uh, both of our careers, for the most part, have been serving organizations either uh, based internationally or with U.S. Uh, based in the U.S. but international operations, and that is just something unique to us that is uh, uh, important to us um, and. But then you you go to my dad. I guess this is the second time I brought my family up into this today, Tim. Um, but I, hey, we are a family show, so that's okay. Uh, my dad does not share that. My, my dad's uh, his uh, passion or his core value is local, and uh, not even domestic. It's local. So to my dad, uh, why would you why would you leave town when there's so much work that needs to be done here? And so that's his value, which is different than than one of my values. And so you really got to identify what those are, because if you are really, truly looking at core purpose, you've, you've got to identify those values so that it aligns up, because if they're not, again, it, it's it's not going to work. You begin to invalidate those things that you hold dearly. And I don't think you can be effective if you're in a place where you are invalidating your core your core values. And and to go back to this illustration with your dad and with us, both of those those things are okay. It's understanding who you are and what kind of impact you, you're going to have. The key is that you actually maybe speak that and lean in to those things. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh next one is uh your purpose can evolve over time. And this is the following your purpose, identify your purpose and following it is, is really a journey. It's not a one and done. Um, and life changes. Um, you change and what you're passionate about today may not be the same as what you are passionate about in a few years. And because we're human beings and we live in a dynamically changing time and we grow and we learn and things are things are never the same. I could think back uh, a few years ago when our kids uh, were in junior high and high school and my wife was working on a master's degree. I was traveling a, a lot. I was gone a lot. And at that time, both my wife's uh, life purpose and my life purpose was make it through the day. That was it. 
If we could get through the day, we felt that was a win and we would worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. And, and that's, and well, and then of course, I, I guess I need to add that if we had the bills paid at the end of the month, that was like, we went and got ice cream for that. That was a big celebration. So we made it through the day. We made it through the week. Bills are paid. That's it. That's all we could take on at that time. But now, you know, that's, that's not the case. We, you know, our, our, our kids are, are adults and um, I don't have to parent day to day every day. And so now I'm still parenting, uh, but not every, not every uh, minute of the day. And so anyway, I'm just saying now we've got some bandwidth, uh, both of us. And so we're kind of going through this exercise ourselves of, okay, what does it look like for uh, us individually and, and us, us together? What does it look like the next six months to a year to three years? Um, and I don't know, I, I don't have an answer for that, Tim, but we're, we're trying to figure that out at the moment. Well, I think when you, when you consider life purpose, it's also important to think about what season are you in as well and how that life purpose is flowing out of that season. Different when you have small kids, different when you have adult kids, all, all kinds of things impact the season that we're in. Even in age, you like, you know, if you're just starting out and you're discovering your life purpose, you know, you can try a lot of things and kind of see where you are as you go through your time. And even as you get later in life, you know, maybe on the back nine of the golf course, you're like, <laughs> you're thinking, okay, how's, how's my life purpose going to continue to carry on or how can I solidify this? So there's, there's a number of things to consider, but season of life is, is important to consider in that, uh, in that discussion. So, and I think finally, last thing we have is um, just don't be don't be too hard on yourself if you haven't found your purpose yet. It, it's a process, and it takes time, and it, it is a some I don't know if trial and error is the right word, but there may be some things out there that would be really interesting and exciting for you to pursue, but you don't even maybe know where they're, where they're at. And, uh, you know, for me, one of the things that have just come up, I am fascinated by this whole artificial intelligence, the whole AI thing. And I am studying it and I'm on, I've done some webinars on it. And it is something that is really interesting, interesting to me. And what, six months ago, I mean, I knew it was out there, but, but six months ago, it was irrelevant to my life. And now it's something that I'm really, uh, I'm really interested in. So you just, if, if you don't know what that is, or you've never even spent a second thinking about this, that's okay. Uh, you just start and, and work through it. And over time, usually it will, it will present itself, uh, over time. Well, I think I take away from that too, Nathan, that try things. You know, give it a shot. It's kind of test and see what really connects with your heart, what connects with your gifts and abilities. So don't don't be afraid to try certain things and don't be too hard if it's like, oh, wow, that didn't work. <laughs> you know, that's not me. Uh, well, that's cool. But it's you, I think you solidify that purpose in your life over time as you try and you have different experiences and test things out. You know, one thing I was thinking, Tim, as we've been talking through this today it is the the difference between executive directors and founders. And I think if you are a founder, 
of an organization. I, and I think back to the to the founders that that I've worked with over the years, which has been several. They were their life purpose was wrapped into this nonprofit that they that they created. And a lot of them, you know, blood, sweat and tears is not is it doesn't define it. You know, it's blood, sweat, tears, money, uh, relationships. I've seen founders with burned out relationships because they were so one focused on this organization that they were building from scratch. And uh, so I think that is a um, it just I've seen a difference between founders and then executive directors who come into an organization, you know, either first, second, third, fourth uh, executive director. And just just like you were talking to him, they they could become passionate about the the vision and mission, and they can love the people that they're serving and the people they work with, but it's not as deeply ingrained uh, purpose as what the founder was. So it doesn't make them any less effective. It's just different. I think our, our desire, even just having this conversation today, Nathan, is to get to get people to think and um, consider where are you? What is your life purpose? What's going on in your life? And we're not trying to say, hey, take these four steps and it will and it'll tell you exactly what's going on. And we've tried to share out of our own lives the, the journeys that we've been on. Hopefully we've been able to help. But one of the things we're going to do is uh, both of us, both Nathan and I, are on LinkedIn. It's kind of a place where, we're the, where we show up. And if you'd like to continue the conversation, maybe you have some comments, uh, hit us up on LinkedIn. We'd like to continue to talk about this. Maybe you have some questions uh, about something what we've said, but we'll definitely put our, our contacts in the show notes to uh, to LinkedIn. Uh, Nathan, is there? Can you kind of summarize what we yeah. talked wrap, about? Let me wrap this up. Um, <laughs> all right, so we're talking today about purpose, and here's why it's important: not identifying your purpose in life puts you on the road to burnout. Burnout in life, burnout in relationships and burnout in your job. If you're lucky, maybe your purpose in life does in fact line up with your job. And if it does, that's awesome. That's fabulous. But for most people, they will find that their core purpose in life does in fact lie outside of their chosen profession. It is worth the time and effort to work through what your core purpose in your life is. It will provide you a happier and more fulfilling life for you and the people you love. Well, thanks for listening today, and we'd love to hear from you. If you want to get involved in conversation with us, hit us up on LinkedIn, send us an email. Our contacts are in the show notes. We'd love to walk the journey with you. So that's all for today. Until next time. <laughs>